You're listening to Not Another Origin Story, the comic book movie podcast. I'm your host, folks, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ben Chapman. And I'm also joined by our third co-host, uh, a guy who does knots really good, and also by our fourth co-host, someone who's got a very good bat. Um, they're going to help us uh, do this episode and also fight crime somehow. This is a guys, the joke I do not get. <laughs> Guys, are the knots and the bat gonna help against Superman? Uh, no, depends on what rope I'm tying. Okay, and you're also evil. You're also criminal. Okay, <laughs> I mean you can't be a superhero and be in the bondage, folks. I may have come up with a bad premise for both this crime fighting team and this opening bit. Um, I'm really excited to be here for another mini-sode. Yeah, that's um, right. As always. I've, I've done some dumb comedy to kind of foreshadow what we're going to be talking about. But I did such a kind of weird job that even you, who knows what it is, isn't quite sure what I'm talking about. I gotta say, <laughs> there was a chance I was like, is are those characters in this movie? Because I've not seen it. But, but those seem like... They are. Are they really? They are books. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean uh, we'll get to it in a minute, but... <laughs> but yes, we're coming off of our uh, Lone Wolf and Cub episode, which... Uh, if you want to listen to me explain way too much about a comic book... Disagree! Disagree? Too, the too much part. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. I, 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 after we finished that episode, Mike and I were just like, wow, that was really informative. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like you listen to like one of Kevin Smith's podcasts where like the nerds talk for a while, and then also in the middle of it, it was like a history podcast where you kind of like learn some stuff. It's very good. I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of that episode. And we had our good buddy Mike on. It was a good episode. We do discuss a lot about Lone Wolf and Cub. And uh, in case anyone listened to it and is wondering... Uh, I started rereading Lone Wolf and Cub. I'm all the way up to volume 16 already. <laughs> there we go. Thank you for the Lone Wolf and Cub watch. Yeah. So Gotta keep that tracker updated. Man, I, I thought it website. would take me several months to read. I'm, I'm over halfway <laughs> through because I have a serious problem. And I forgot how many issues are just like almost silence. <laughs> I was like reading it. I was like, wow, there's a lot of nothing but this guy just like... It, it also like, I don't know, makes me chuckle because he kills so many people in the comic. It's just like, he'll be like, mm, I don't want to kill this one person because of honor. I'm going to kill these 42 other people, though. No problem. <laughs> I'm just like, well, what if, a weird if, line to draw. If you want to talk about the, the hazy lines and moral disassociation with mass murder, um, I think we got a movie that you are going to... Oh, no, wait, hold on. I was about to say enjoy, but that's not the word I want to say. Suffer through? I think just see. You will see. <laughs> you will. It can't be argued that you will see this movie at some point in the next coming days. Forced, perhaps, at gunpoint. But yeah. I will see it. I didn't say consensually, Ugh. but you will see it. This one is like one of those ones where occasionally we pick a movie, and I'm just like, I really don't want to watch this movie. <laughs> like, I get it's the premise of the podcast that we watch garbage, yeah. but sometimes I'm just like, ah. <laughs> Sometimes I check, sometimes we, I, I realize what movie we're going to have to watch, and I check the contract that I signed when I decided to do this podcast with you, and I look for a clause, a, a loophole, that will get me out. Um, so far, no success. Oh, no, it's like, uh, a, it's like a contract with the devil. There's no this thing is This thing is ironclad, also written on flesh. I don't know what that's all about. Yeah, well, I mean, um, all good contracts should be written on the flesh of the damned. I did learn that in Constantine, so that's good. Yeah, and also um, if you've ever been to law school. 
a better movie. I should stop. I should stop. It couldn't be worse than what I'm afraid we're about to watch. We might as well go ahead and tell everybody. I'm sure they're on their edge of the seat to see what movie contains a guy with a bat and someone who's really good at not. I didn't see a guy with a bat. I said a person with a bat. Oh, okay. A person with a bat. Because we are doing the most just fucking balls to the wall like someone poured some monster energy drink on this celluloid i mean they got an angsty teenager from one of my fiction writing classes when i was younger and they put them in a room and they starved him and then they gave him a bunch of axe body spray and some fucking cocaine and they said write me a movie and he wrote this movie that 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 angsty teen is david Ayer, and that movie is suicide squad it's Ugh! yeah i'm fuck i'm not looking forward to this one Pogues, this is a this is a first for me usually you know we establish whether or not we've seen it in this case you haven't seen it is that correct i have not seen this film so i i have kind of seen this in that it was on hbo go streaming and i put it on thinking how bad could this be and then the universe said oh yeah and then i got through about 20 minutes man about a half hour um which by the way is not done with the introductions of the characters at that point um so i can go ahead and spoil this for you folks they do not meet our formula (laughs) i imagined no they would not i don't think they get one person's origin story done by 30 minutes because this movie is basically just origin stories and then uh well We'll let, the, we'll let the rest be a surprise. But um, Suicide Squad came out in 2016. It was directed by David Ayer, who, uh, as I said to Pogues earlier, is a director and writer who got a ton of fucking credibility really quickly and then slowly burned it all to the ground. I've never seen some, someone do it like this. Because, um, strong strong Dave, disagree, Ben. Go ahead and read some of the great credits this guy okay. has, and you tell me if David he's Ayer, David Ayer wrote... U571, The Fast and the Furious, and Training Day back-to-back. Or at least wrote them and got them you know, produced back-to-back. That's, That's crazy. That is not a bad set of films. I mean, I, I, we, can, we can make fun of The Fast and the Furious all we want. That is a successful movie franchise yes. that has a massive fan base. So, no shade thrown to Fast and the Furious. But, from there, he went on to do SWAT. You remember SWAT? Yeah, I do. I do. LL Cool J, um, that uh, Colin Farrell. I was gonna say that Irish guy that people thought was gonna be really big for like a week, and then people realized he can't actually act that well. Then what did he do? Then he did Sabotage, that 2014 movie with Schwarzenegger. Yeah, just kind of looks right at right after he was no longer the governor. Right in to a film which i'm fairly certain was already made before and people are just pretending like it wasn't because it's so formulaic and poorly written is a garbage sandwich it's it's rough as hell and and in it i swear i i I like schwarzenegger to a degree but good god he looks like a grandpa in this one it's really it is it it like sort of really bums you out that he couldn't just have made these garbage films while he was like in office because you're like "Eh, he aged like 10 years while he was in office and now it's just sad when you watch them because you're like i don't want to see like a man who should really be retired and possibly in a motorized wheelchair (laughs) like running trying to run around like you just feel bad for him in these movies when he tries to run you're just like "Mm, no man you don't need this money Uh, that bad David Ayer then went on to do 
Fury. Yep, not a um, film I enjoy. I have seen it. Not good. Not a film a lot of people... I haven't seen it, but not a film a lot of people have enjoyed. And then he did Suicide Squad, and then he did... And he worked on the Netflix movie uh, Bright. Mm. The Will Smithy, uh, written by the, that guy that I find annoying, um, whose name I can't remember right now. You'll uh-huh. have to be more specific. You are starting <laughs> to become me. You dislike a lot of people. <laughs> Well, I I I I I, can't, I mean I can't, I've never seen like I've never seen like a like a like a stock ticker crash of credibility for movies more so than David Ayer's. It is crazy uh, that he could write Training Day, which is like a universally respected film. It won an Oscar. I don't know who for what though. I think Best Actor wasn't that the yeah. movie that Denzel watched. Yeah, that's the one Denzel won his Oscar for Training Day. That movie, and then you go on to be like, what should I do next? Now, we're about to watch Suicide Squad, and I think, uh, well, I, like I said, I've only seen parts of it. Uh, I have read a lot about its its criticism, and, and I think almost the bulk of the criticism falls into the category of editing. I think there was some, I mean, we don't really know behind the scenes, but it seemed like there was some panic after other DC movies started to fail and get critical critically slammed yeah after the they tried... major backlash for batman vs superman where people said it was yeah. way too dark and not enjoyable yeah they tried to like punch up suicide squad and instead just like absolutely like thrown it into like a blender feeling like that like a movie written by a committee and then you get the fact that you've got the jared leto joker performance which i mean i guess some people like and if that's your thing cool i don't um, but he's also, not only is it a weird, strange, odd performance that I think kind of fouls the Joker's lineage in film, it also, <laughs> it also happens just like, like, like twice in the, in the first like 10 minutes and then he's gone for the movie. He's not the villain. Yeah. It's... He is not a major character. He is just sort of, uh, there for some fun, some fun times up front and then he's gone. This is also one of these movies that, um, like... DC's animated stuff is top-notch. It's got some really good stuff, although it's just a heads-up. It's Gotham by Gaslight Cartoon garbage. Really let down. That's not related to this at all. But there is a Suicide Squad cartoon, and the plot includes the Joker and Batman, and it's perfectly good. Like, it's a good story. The cartoon's really good. The dialogue's good. It's one of those times where I'm like, nobody saw that but DC fans. So why not just take that screenplay and just make it more adult and kind of punch it up and add a couple more action beats and then be like, done. Why go and then write like a shit sandwich and just be like, we nailed it. You know what I mean? It just seems so weird. Yeah. Or get the guys who wrote who write these cartoons and let them write your movies because they at least know how to write. Like the movie may not be like motion picture style writing, but at least they're like enjoyable things to watch. Get those two guys that did crank them, man. Just get them in there. I don't know if we get should ever. I, I watched. Get them in there and make some crazy shit. I watched 15 minutes of Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance, which they worked on, and I really lost a lot of respect I saw it for in those two guys. I was very. I was like. I saw it in theaters, Pose. Oh. I want to tell you that. I really was like, oh, I've been telling these people that these guys were geniuses. I should not. I should have seen this film before I, I said that. 
Oh, well, I don't want to get too much into the criticism of Suicide Squad before we've fully seen it. That would be unfair, Pogues. Now, just um, a real quick, uh, Max Landis, apparently, is the guy you hate. Yeah, Max Landis. He wrote the original Bright. So pretentious. And um, but, yeah. here's something that's... He's written a lot of garbage, actually. To the point where I'm not really sure if he's... He hasn't written anything good. He wrote American he Ultra these... and Mr. Wright. And I guess he wrote Chronicle. Yeah. Which he did these like. movie. He did these like YouTube series on like the death of Superman and on like world on, like on like WWE like wrestling storylines. And I actually thought they were cool. I was like, oh, this is a really cool way to sort of break this stuff down. He's also the son of um, John Landis. So yes, yeah, isn't John Landis the guy who killed those people um, while filming the Twilight Zone? Is that accurate? <laughs> I can't. I can't verify that fact. Um, just, I always get yes, confused so, with someone else. Since then, he just sort of been showing up on podcasts, listen to, and being yeah. the worst guest I've heard on that podcast. No, <laughs> John Landis is the guy it. who, during the stunt, had a helicopter oh, shit. fly. Oh shit! John like, Landis. Yeah, he had it fly too close to the ground, and it clipped a building, and uh, it killed everyone inside of it, including two children actors and the main actor of the thing. And he nice. has, in his entire life, never expressed uh, any fault nor apologized at all, like in any way, been like. I'm sorry it happened, anything. He's been, like, a huge prick about it, and he basically murdered these people because the stunt crew told him it wasn't safe, and he said he didn't care that they, sh- they were going to do it, and they did it, and they died. So, and like I said, murdered two children. So it's, it's, uh, it's hard-pressed to be, uh, <laughs> like, a John Landis fan at this point, which is a shame because he's made some decent movies, but it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, you watch Chinatown, and you look up who directed it, and then you feel really bad. Because <laughs> you're like, oh, it was that creepy pedophile. At least he wasn't a pedophile when he made it, maybe. I'm, I'm talking about Roman Polanski. Uh, who yeah, I got, yeah, I got it. Okay, just for those of you listening who are like, what? Who the, folk, who the fuck made Chinatown? Great movie. But it's like one of those things where you like immediately feel bad for being like, oh, I don't think I can like this anymore. Yes. Wow. And that does explain why one of Max Landis's upcoming... Uh, credits is he's working on a remake of American Werewolf in London. Max Landis, cut it out. Which is very upsetting that they would remake. Too this much movie. Landis. I need less Landis. I, I need I need I need min Landis. Yeah, minimum Landis. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, I can't top that. <laughs> As we know historically. I'm not able to top that. Um, with that said, uh, Suicide Squad is available for streaming on a number of services, and I apologize for that fact. Because you will um, have to rent it unless maybe you can find it. Maybe it's on cable somewhere. I mean, bare minimum, like, watch some, like, scenes on YouTube and get the gist <laughs> so that you can come enjoy the next episode with us. Because, trust me, we're going to be... I think we're going to come to the next one pretty hot. Because I think we know well in advance that we're going to be mad at this movie. This is never a good sign. I've never seen this. I've... Looked, I look at IMDb a lot. I play a lot of movie games at work with my co-worker and friend Victor. So I look at IMDb a ton. I've never seen a movie's description say, Suicide Squad is a movie starring Will Smith, Jared Leto, and Margaret Robbie. Never do they put who is in a movie in the description of what the movie is about. Unless the movie's a real Garbo sandwich, and you're just hoping people are like, Oh shit, Will Smith? This is... I'm. Oh my god, this... Even the description is making me angry. <laughs> oh, never mind. One of the taglines was, In Squad We Trust, so now I'm even more angry. 
Good night. <laughs> One of them's just good night. That's a tagline. What the fuck does that even mean? I was digging up reviews and someone just wrote, DC Comics, I'm rooting for you, but you're making it so hard. (laughs) Whenever we do one of these, it always reminds me of uh, the Rotten Tomatoes comment section for Wonder Woman. And a guy wrote, "I'm, uh, I'm really worried about the message this movie sends to our kids. And somebody wrote it back and was like, what, that women can be strong, uh, like female leads in films? And he's like, no, the DC could make good movies. <laughs> <laughs> and so whenever we watch these garbage ones, that's all I ever think of. Because I'm like, it's so perfect. That guy set the joke up, waiting for someone to reply outraged just so he could make a joke. And it's like 40, 50 minutes later. I'm like, wow, that's dedication. This guy sat around. These are some of the worst taglines I've ever read. Look, folks, we've got a, a fun time ahead of us. We've got an over-caffeinated, underwhelming succession of skirmishes and squabbles with plot bar- borrowed from X-Men Apocalypse and oh, lessons no. learned from someone who never watched Batman vs. Superman. <laughs> Batman, and, Batman and Robin, I mean. Batman and Robin. This is upsetting because... I like uh, That's just... Oh, that's very... That's deeply upsetting. <laughs> someone just wrote Suicide Squat? I don't know if that's like a burn. <laughs> I don't know. Isn't it? Isn't it? What is its, right. what is its rate? I'm just curious now to see. Uh, it's it's, it's Medicare score is 40. On, on IMDb, which is... Which is harsh because IMDb is going to be user reviews, oh, and they are often they're very always, forgiving. Yeah, it's usually like, it's, it's two groups of people. People who absolutely hate something and people who absolutely love it just battling to try to raise the score. It's like some of... <laughs> Yeah, the, the usual balance is, like, Metacritic gives it a horrible scores, even if it's an okay movie, because they're brutal. And then, like, IMDb is like, you know what? I watched it, and I didn't, like, I didn't scream my TV, so five stars. Like, they just, they're happy with it. But, um, yikes. Some of the, one of the highest rated reviews I've seen on IMDb's title is, simply not that interesting. It's a, it's a hard it's a hard uh, hard Post. six out of ten right there. We'll end on this note: is that um, this movie got a six point one on IMDb, and based on similar scores of movies we've already watched, that means we're in for an experience akin to The Shadow, Mystery Man, oh. or or Surrogates. Those are not great. <laughs> I mean, I guess Mystery Men was. Watchable. I mean, it's no it's it's no Catwoman. Uh, or or man thing, but you know, we're we're in for it. <laughs> Let's hope it's at least a little man thing ish, because that one was at least enjoyable to a degree to watch because of how bad it was. Catwoman was one that probably would have been funny if we lived in the same city, but since I watched it by myself, it was deeply upsetting. But that'll be it for this mini episode. Come back next week for some Suicide Squad. And by the way, when I mentioned a guy who was good at knots earlier, I meant Slipknot. He's literally in this movie. Oh, the band is in this movie as a villain? We're going to end it there. If I knew any Slipknot song, I would sing it. But I'm not actually sure who they are. We are all lucky.